Welcome back to Time Out Radio on KDRT 95.7 FM in Davis, California. This is your host, Rohan Bakshi. You're passing by a local park and hear the sound of a ball hit against a bat. You look over and see an energetic social group having a great time. Is it tennis? Is it ping pong? Is it badminton? It's pickleball. This fun sport with a quirky name is played on a court with paddles that are about twice the size of ping pong bats and a lightweight, hollow, perforated plastic ball. The ball is light and travels about one-third the speed of a tennis ball. The barrier to entry is low. You don't need high-end heavy gear or any special clothing to get started. The game can be played singles or doubles, outdoors or indoors. You can pick up the game in a single session. An official pickleball court is 20 by 44 feet for both singles and doubles. That's the size of a badminton court. No actual pickles are used, but the sport involves plenty of culinary terms. The goal is to hit the ball back and forth over a low net that is 34 inches high at the center, so that the ball lands on the opposite side, avoiding a 7-foot non-volley zone called the kitchen in front of the net. After an initial bounce on each side of the court, players can decide if they want to volley the ball or let it bounce before hitting it again. A flapjack is a shot that has to bounce before it's hit. Only the serving player or team can score a point. This can happen when the other side commits a fault if their player fails to return the ball or hits it into the net or out of bounds or allows the ball to bounce more than once. Most games are played to 11 points. Tournament games can be played to 15 or 21 points, and games must be won by at least 2 points. Avid players are called picklers. A player shouts pickle when they are about to serve, and if you lose a game, you have not lost, you have pickled. The founding fathers of the game were literally three dads. They were on Bainbridge Island in the state of Washington, a short ferry ride from Seattle. It was the summer of 65. Their kids were bored and their dads didn't have a complete set of equipment to play any one sport with them. So they improvised and created a mashup with a badminton court where they lowered the net to the height of a tennis net and played with ping pong rackets and a wiffle ball. If you're wondering where the sports name comes from, Things seem to be a bit unclear there. Some people believe that the name came from the name of one of the founder's dogs, Pickles, who would chase the ball and run off with it. But according to the Pickles family, he was actually named after the sport. Another source says that the name was suggested by the wife of one of the founding players who said that the medley of the equipment that went into the sport reminded her of a pickle boat a boat in a rowing competition made up of oarsmen from different crews. Despite where the name comes from, pickleball went on to spread beyond Washington. In 1972, the sports founders of pickleball started a corporation to spread the fun and the first pickleball tournament was held four years later. The U.S. Amateur Pickleball Association, later called USA Pickleball, was established in 1984 and published its official rulebook and by the 1990s, pickleball was played in every U.S. state. In 2010, the International Federation of Pickleball was created to promote the sport around the world and now has 76 member countries. 
The low impact and fun sport is now enjoyed all over the world by people of all ages and skill levels. The organization grew from its original members of US, Canada, India, and Spain, and is now trying to get pickleball to be included in the Olympic Games. Things really took off during the COVID-19 pandemic. Remember being stuck at home trying to figure out what to do? Some people tried to bake, learn a new language, or bought a bicycle. Others started playing pickleball. By 2022, pickleball was the fastest growing sport in the U.S., with about 5 million people playing it. Celebrity athletes like LeBron James, Kevin Durant, Patrick Mahomes, and Tom Brady got in the game and invested in Major League Pickleball. And high schools joined in too. USA Pickleball has a youth program that supports PE teachers and coaches who want to introduce the sport to younger players. They have a high school grant program that covers the cost of startup pickleball equipment for high school PE classes and after school programs. Both amateur and elite pickleball players have lots of tournaments to pick from, such as the USA Pickleball National Championships, the US Open Pickleball Championships, and the Bainbridge Cup Tournament. Championship games are held in a pickle dome. In the Bainbridge Cup held last year in Mumbai, India, pickleball teams with players from different continents compete against one another in a different location each year. The Founders Tournament brings pickleball full circle back to Bainbridge Island, where the sport was born, which is why our place of the week is the state of Washington. Up next is Drums by James Hype featuring Kim Petras. The less you give to me, the more I want it. You push me back and tell them two steps forward. But I can see the signs, recognize where we're going. So the less you give to me, the more I want it. No, I used to dream about this. Never thought it would end up this way.
You're listening to Time Out Radio on KDRT 95.7 FM in Davis, California. This is your host, Rohan Bakshi. Our guests on today's episode are Lauren Snow and Henry Morietta from the Woodland Area Pickleball Association. So Lauren and Henry, thank you so much for taking the time and joining me on Time Out Radio today. You're welcome. Yeah. So Lauren, uh, first off, let me ask you this one. So you're the vice president of the Woodland Area Pickleball Association. So tell us a bit about yourself and how you got into pickleball. Well, I retired two years ago and it was during the pandemic that the gyms were closed and I was a religious uh, gym rat three days a week. (laughs) And I had friends that I used to go to the gym with that would sporadically be in and out. And I kept saying, where have you been? Where have you been? And they said, pick a ball, pick a ball, pick a ball. And they were telling me this for like four years. I used to play tennis and I used to teach tennis. That was my lifetime sport. And then I kind of stopped when I was had kids and working full time. So finally, when the gyms were closed, I said, okay, I'm done sitting on my behind. I need to get out there and try this. And so this friend of mine and his wife took me and several of our other neighbors out and that's where it all happened. And it was quite easy to pick up because I did play tennis, but I also played squash and you'll hear that from Henry. And so, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And Henry, you are the director of player development for the association. Uh, What's your advice for someone who has never played pickleball and who wants to start? Come and see me. (laughs) Okay. I teach a lot of people. I teach uh, twice a week, Wednesdays and Sundays, probably five hours each session. And it's gotten to the point where I've had to break up the sessions into two or three sessions because I'm getting so much participation now. And we're talking about brand new people, people that have almost probably no experience, have had no prior experience in any sports. So I'm seeing a lot of people. And, uh, you know, I introduced them to fundamentals of pickleball. You know, uh, I introduced them to the court. I introduced them to their paddle. I introduced them to the ball. And I emphasize safety. Like I said, uh, the response from the community has been overwhelming. Uh, I'm at this point now where I'm starting to recruit and instruct new instructors because there's going to be a need. So that's where I'm at. And um, it's exciting. It's exciting to see people get motivated, excited once they start figuring out what's going on. And it doesn't take long. It's very quick. I say within a week's time, most people will be playing at their skill level and improve as they go on. And I've been teaching pickleball for probably roughly two years now. And the people that I started with, I've had to recommend that they they move on and set up another group. Because just there's just too many there were just too many people at one point. So I leave myself available to them if they need any um, further instruction or advice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so uh, you know, pickleball has been steadily gaining popularity in the United States over uh, the past few years. So, what makes pickleball such an exciting sport? Can I answer that? Yeah, yeah go ahead. <laughs> um, I think, and I think that Henry would agree. What's really exciting about it is that you can, you do learn quickly and not that you'll be really great at it right away, but pretty quickly you can be playing 
you know, decently with everyone. And what's really awesome about the sport is you see grandparents out there with their grandkids. You know, it's just, and it's super, super social. It can be super competitive, but it doesn't have to be. And so it's a whole um, camaraderie of new friends that you meet. And that's what's exciting about it. You know, I work with beginners. And um, like, like Lauren said, it's very easy to pick up, you know, and acquire skills fairly quickly. And I think that's what makes it encouraging. Like I said, within a week's time, hopefully, more than likely, they'll be playing within a week. You know, I, impo I impose certain conditions, you know, like rather than one serve, I give them two serves, which encourages them. You know, uh, so if they're starting to play, I say, okay, everybody has two serves until I say no more two serves. You only get one now because hmm. now they promoted. And eventually, when I think they're ready to move on to a higher skill, I tell them, okay, you're moving over there to play now. You're no longer a beginner. You're ready to go start competing at a better level. And you should see their eyes light up. You know, I'm ready to move on. Yes, you're ready to go. And and that's where it all starts. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. And uh, pickleball is booming, um, but not everyone is happy about that. And some people who live yeah. near courts complain about, you know, the noise, which uh, can reach 70 decibels, which is about, you know, the background noise of a busy coffee shop or a vacuum cleaner running. Uh, what would you say to them? I would say, come join us. <laughs> I think yeah. the minute that they get on the court and they try, they're mm -hmm. hooked. And then they won't complain anymore. We do our best um, around our neighborhood courts to be um, cognizant of the neighbors. And you know, like we don't park in front of their houses and try to park on the park side and we try to keep the noise level down like later at night or early in the morning. But again, I think the way you're going to get around that is to make them come join you on the court. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Henry, you know, the, this fast paced fun game has, you know, become uh, a favorite among people of all ages, you know, as uh, Lauren mentioned, many uh, grandparents can play with their grandkids. So such a, a variety of uh, age uh, groups here. So any advice for pickleball players who are looking to go pro? Keep playing. Don't get discouraged. You know, stay in shape. Stay active. You know, and uh, get out there and play and and get as much help as, as you can get. Advice, instruction, etc promoting pickleball yourself as a player is a big thing stay involved you know when activities are going on are going on like you know social activities miniature sized tournaments bigger tournaments get involved you know and invite your invite your friends family members to come out and play uh we have a 92 year old female right now that's still playing wow yeah i'm just hoping you know our big concern of course is injury right you know so um be careful if you're of that age where you can get injured. Mm -hmm. okay. And Lauren, what were you going to say? I was going to say, uh, just kind of playing off of Henry is I personally do a whole 15, 20 minute stretch before going out to the courts. And that's imperative. And I've helped teach those stretching exercises. But the other thing is 
you can find so much out on YouTube. Um, you can, I mean, people can learn so much out there. And again, to prepare to be a pro, you've got to drill. You have to drill, you have to drill, you have to drill. The pros drill more than they play. That's mm -hmm. huge. Yeah. And so for players who are looking to step up their game um, to the next level, what are some tournaments uh, near us? There's a huge complex out in Roseville called Johnson Ranch, and they have 24 permanent courts. They host a whole lot of tournaments, but there's also smaller places around, like there's Rush Park in Carmichael, there's Browns Valley in Vacaville, there's Allen Witt in Fairfield. So more and more places are hosting tournaments. Yeah, and uh, both of you can take the next question. So pickleball is uh, easy to pick up and has many benefits, um, but most of all, it's fun. So what is your guys' most favorite or memorable pickleball moment? Go for it, Lauren. <laughs> I was going to say go for it, Henry. <laughs> well, I can go for it. I can go for it because, I, I, I mean, since I instruct a lot and I see a lot of people, I see all ages. I mean, my youngest person is probably eight. Okay, going all the way up to your 80s, okay? So uh, to see that excitement in their eyes or body gesture, that all of a sudden something clicked, maybe getting a serve in after trying numerous times to get a serve in and instructed them the basic, the fundamental ways of doing it, you know, so it makes it easier. But once you see it happen, and all of a sudden, you see this person jumping up and down. I got one in. Well, I go, guess what? I go, it's going to happen more often now. So that's the big thrill is to see that, you know, that excitement, enthusiasm that, hey, I can get this. I can do this. That for me, that's that's thrilling. Mm -hmm. And I think for me, I love to teach, too. So I love to share the skill. But. I have played in a couple tournaments and obviously if you do well in a tournament and you battle that obviously makes you feel good. So I don't play in a lot of tournaments. I play in about two or three or four a year. That's it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, lastly, what does the future of pickleball look like? And do you think it's eventually going to become an Olympic sport? Absolutely. They're talking about it. Mm hmm. And also in terms of the future of pickleball, more and more and more and more money is getting seeded into this. And more and more and more college tennis players are moving over to it. And just the more and more sponsorship, the more money is there behind it. Yeah, well, it's definitely yeah. Uh, yeah, a very fast and growing sport. And hopefully uh, sooner uh, rather than later, that will uh, become a reality. So uh, that's all the time, guys. So uh, for thank you so much for joining me on Timeout Radio today. Thank you very much. Thanks. Thanks for inviting us. Yeah, for sure. That's Lauren thank Snow you. and Henry Murrieta from the Woodland Area Pickleball Association.
And that was Bad Tattoo by Cannons. In today's travel segment, we visit the state of Washington in the northwestern United States, bounded by British Columbia to the north, Idaho to the east, Oregon to the south, and the Pacific Ocean to the west. The area is home to many Native American tribes, such as the Samish, Puyallup, and the Yakama. Home to 7 million people, the state capital is Olympia, and its largest city is Seattle. The state's varied terrain and climate divides it into a rainy western one-third and a drier eastern two-thirds. Western Washington has agriculture, fishing, and forests, and eastern Washington is mainly agricultural. Wheat and apples are major state crops. The state is known for its fresh coastal seafood, especially salmon, Dungeness crab, and gooey duck, which is not a duck but a large clam. You can also find lots of coffee shops there. The first Starbucks was founded in Pike Place in Seattle. The Cascade Range has the state's highest elevations and a chain of volcanic peaks, which includes Mount Rainier, Mount St. Helens, and glaciers. In fact, with more than 3,000 glaciers, Washington is the most glaciated of the 48 contiguous states. The Blue Mountains have plateaus and ranges. About half of Washington's land area is forested, which gives it the nickname, the Evergreen State. Fun fact, Washington's state flag is the only green state flag in the United States. The waters around the San Juan Islands are heavily populated with whales. The state's mild climate and landscape makes it a great place to enjoy a variety of outdoor activities, ranging from aquatic sports to skiing. Its three national parks, Mount Rainier National Park, North Cascades National Park, and Olympic National Park, and more than 125 state parks attract hikers, campers, and rock climbers. Many tech companies, including Microsoft and Amazon, have their headquarters in the state. The Boeing Company was founded there. Washington has also produced many musicians. Seattle was the birthplace of rock guitarist Jimi Hendrix, and Seattle's grunge scene also gave birth to the bands Nirvana and Pearl Jam. Washington's major league sports teams include the NFL's Seattle Seahawks, the WNBA's Storm, MLB's Mariners, MLS's Sounders, OL Reign of the National Women's Soccer League, and NHL's Seattle Kraken. The city of Spokane hosts Hoopfest, the world's largest three-on-three annual outdoor basketball tournament, with 6,000 teams, 3,000 volunteers, 225,000 fans, and 450 courts spanning 45 city blocks. So that wraps up our journey to our place of the week, the state of Washington. Alright, let's call a timeout for Timeout Radio. This was your host, Rohan Bakshi. You're listening to Cater 95.7 FM, where the grassroots grow. Have a great day, everyone.